0: Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And before we get into this Monday night football game against the Chiefs and and what your keys are, kind of want to backtrack a little bit because uh, I just said it. First month of the season is complete. I don't think anyone thought that one in three would be a possibility. Uh, granted, even talking with Scott, you look at these games uh, a player two away from being three and0. Everything could have been flipped. These were all close games. I think mm-hmm. the biggest uh, the biggest point differential was the six point win that the Cardinals had in overtime with the comeback. Mm-hmm. But to mm-hmm. you in this first month of the regime and with McDaniels as the new head coach, uh, where do you where do you see it big picture wise for the Raiders?
1: Big picture wise, I think it's still, uh, it's still coming together. I know Raiders fans don't like to hear that. They don't want to hear the P word, which is patience. I know people were thinking of the P word, but patience. They don't want to hear patience because they've been patient for how many decades now, waiting for a team to break out and win a playoff game. So I think it's still coming together. And I know Josh McDaniels isn't his first rodeo, had a 10-year in Denver that basically went in the dumpster fire, but I think the gap between his time in Denver being a head coach and now being Las Vegas Raiders head coach, he's learning the process again. How to balance his offense is the first thing. You mentioned it, Uh, getting the run game involved. I know he says, look, we fell behind, so we couldn't commit to the run. But my thing is, as I said with Scott and Silver and Black today, you don't start off with a two-touchdown deficit. You don't start off down 10 to 14 points. You can run the ball early and establish that early. If it falls apart and you fall behind, then you go to the pass game Gets close, get back to the run game, but I think he's still working with the balance. But big picture wise, I still believe this team is on the right track. I know that's hard to believe now with the zero and three start, going then winning that last game one and three. Now you could possibly drop to one and four against the Chiefs. Who knows? Upset win will probably bring some optimism back. But even if you go one and four into the bye, I still think the future is bright because you still have core pieces there: Max Crosby, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. Those guys, Darren Waller, still in the mix and getting extensions too on top of that. So you still have your core players regardless of what happens this year. You can always build on whatever their record finishes in after 2022.
0: And you bring it up after the bye, they play the Texans. I think the schedule gets a little bit easier yeah. than what it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, But worst case scenario, in terms of McDaniels, are, is there any thought in your mind that after a year he could be gone? I don't want to be negative, but if he goes six and eleven or whatever like t- to me although I understand because you don't go out and get Chandler Jones you don't get Devontae Adams and all these things and expect to just chill and be five and 11 I know that's not what anyone wants but it's still his first year and it's still a new system how much leeway is there any
1: is there any chance that he could be gone after a year I'm gonna be bold and I say zero percent chance I mean if you've, I so. past, if you've been a Raider fan for the past if you've been a fan for the How well has it worked when the Raiders have just revolved the door of head coaches and players? That hasn't worked. So, you have to, I think you have to stick it out to Mark Davis. You hired Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, the GM, as a package deal from the Patriots. I don't think you just say, okay, after one year, we have to go in another direction. Unless there's one caveat, you know, I'll say 1% chance. Unless Sean Payton comes knocking on that door. If Sean Payton comes knocking on that door and says, look, I specifically want to coach the Raiders. Unless that happens, you stick with Josh McDaniels. Because I can say for sure that Sean Payton today is a better head coach than Josh McDaniels. We've seen what Sean Payton has done with the New Orleans Saints in his time there. And we see what the New Orleans Saints offense is now that he's gone. So unless Sean Payton comes knocking on Mark Davis's door, you stick it out with Josh McDaniels regardless of what the record is at the end of this season.
0: Momo and joining us. Be sure to follow him at Momo Mo in silver and black today. And honestly, original podcast find his work at Bleacher Report sports. Not before we get you out of here. Uh, Monday night football Raiders going into Kansas city. I think last year that was the game where the Raiders stepped on the logo and then got their ass beat 41 to whatever. Right.
1: Shout out yeah. to Yannick and Gakwe. Yeah. Yeah I, I that charge. That, yep. yeah.
0: I think that was the game. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously it's a rivalry game. Uh, The chiefs look, the NFL's random. <laughs> They just lost to the Colts two weeks ago, who couldn't beat the Texans and the Jags. No disrespect to the Jags, because y'all out here. But they woke up, it seems like. And and Mahomes had his his iconic play with the flip, and it was just tremendous. So is there
1: any hope? What are your keys for the Raiders to pull off an upset? I say there's always hope, because two years ago, the Raiders beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Now, I know there weren't as many fans. It wasn't a sold-out stadium at Arrowhead. But they did win the game with, I believe, a rookie Henry Ruggs blowing the top off that defense. And now Henry Ruggs is not there with an unfortunate incident. But now they have Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, went back to practice, could be available. Darren Waller has to get his act together, but he's still a weapon you have to account for. Mack Hollins has been a revelation. So you have the offensive firepower to compete with the Chiefs. When you have that offensive firepower, there's always a chance. Here's the problem. As you just said, the Chiefs looked pretty good after they got beat by the Colts. Uh, I think Tampa Bay Buccaneers have one of the top three defenses in the league, and they've ran through the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Sunday Night Football. And the Raiders' defense, I don't think it's as bad as people say it is, but to me, they, they have a bad half, good half. They'll shut out a team in the first and second half, but in the other half, they'll allow 14, 17 points. I wrote a piece before the I believe before the last game they played I believe they they allowed two touchdowns in a half it, it I, let me rephrase that it was against the Chargers one touchdown in the in the I believe the second half Cardinals they shut them out in the first half the Titans I believe they allowed one touchdown in the second half so again bad half good half not 60 minute football right so they they played one complete game against the Denver Broncos. If they if they play a complete game as they did against the Denver Broncos, maybe a little better in the red zone because I believe they were two for five, they got to start trading in more mm. field goals for touchdowns. Because if they go two for five in the red zone against the Chiefs, they're not going to win that game. They have to be about 75-80% in the red zone. If they can do that, they have a chance to win this game. What I will say is, what I don't want to see from the Raiders is them getting blown out. Because you bring in Chandler Jones, I know he's Underwhelmed a lot of people. You bring in Devontae Adams, you extend Max Crosby, you extend Darren Waller, you extend Hunter Renfrow, you do all of these things. If you're not on the same tier with the Chiefs, there's a problem. And no before blow we... out, no blowouts on Monday, please.
0: Okay, so we'll leave you with this. um Number one, I need a prediction for Monday night. And number two, be sure to plug everything because you're all over the place, Mo. So where can we find you and what's the latest with the podcast and your writing and everything? <clears throat>
1: Raider fans are not going to want to like like to hear this, but I had the same prediction on Silver Black today with Scott Branson. I had the Chiefs winning 35-27. If you look at my betting column, column over there on Bleacher Report, as Adrian is crying, weeping in his Raider apparel. Uh, had, again, I had the Chiefs covering the spread. Chiefs are favored by seven, but I just feel like the Raiders' defense is not there yet. I did, really quick, I did drop a stat. Travis Kelsey against the Patrick Graham defense last year when Patrick Graham was defensive coordinator for the Giants. Travis Kelsey only had four catches for 27 yards, so that's important to note. Uh, If they can slow him down, again, they have a chance, and I could be wrong. But I do have the Chiefs winning 35-27. Where can you find me? As I said, Bleacher Report, all things NFL. I'm a pretty fair guy when it comes to the Raiders. If you're not all about fluffy pillows and unicorns and rainbows and you want to hear the truth, Tune in for that over there on Bleach Report My Raiders coverage. Uh sports not specifically rated coverage. I drop two columns a week there, sometimes more, depending on the flow of the week, depending what's going on with the Raiders, their injuries, their transactions, could be more than two columns. Silver and Black today with Scott Branson. Three, I'm on three shows a week there. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We do a pretty fun mailbag day. Uh we open the show talking about food and all sorts of things. We do that during our mailbag day. So tune in for that we have a lot of fun there and that is growing so again tune in hard working man yeah hard working
0: man we appreciate you making time for us uh look the the part of the silver and black today podcast that truly enjoys the wnba and and isn't (laughs) it Mo, we thank you so much for the time Uh, we'll check in after the bye week as always thank you so much
1: appreciate you agent thanks for having me
0: of course